Every game, every team, every angle. Locked on game to game, your team every day. Welcome in everyone to Game to Game SEC Edition. I'm Jordan Black. Another week of great matchups to break down for you. It is week nine in the college football season. The SEC took five ranked teams into action on Saturday. And with conference championship implications on the table, every game matters from here on out. Arkansas visited Auburn on the Plains. Tennessee looked to continue its historic run. Ole Miss and Texas A&M doing battle in College Station. And Georgia aiming to hold form against Florida in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Let's kick off our party in Knoxville. All eyes on Tennessee rocking their black unis as they welcomed Kentucky. Their win against Alabama was not a flash in the pan as Tennessee continued its winning way against LSU just a week ago, dominating the Tigers 40-13 to on the road to stay undefeated. Quarterback Kenan Hooker is giving us a Heisman campaign, and the Vols aren't showing signs of slowing down. On the other side, Kentucky could put up a fight after winning a tight one against Mississippi State. The Vols can't go into this contest thinking anything is a given. Locked on Vols host Eric Kane gives us his take on the matchup. But first, the Kentucky football game. Will Levis, number one overall draft pick in the draft. I think that might have been premature. I know that was offseason talk. Three interceptions in this football game. Tennessee's rush defense still good. Only 107 yards total for Kentucky. And Tennessee's Jalen Hyatt. What more can you say? Two more touchdowns. Now owns the single season program record for the Volunteers with 14 touchdowns in a season. And there's still more games to go. This was an absolute beatdown from a really good football team against, in my opinion, a pretty solid football team in Kentucky. Nothing changes from the week leading up what I said on Locked On Balls. We'll recap this, we'll unravel it the whole way. Tennessee is a good football team. 8-0, and 4-0 in SEC play. Tennessee all over Kentucky tonight. Stay tuned, Locked On Balls. I'm your host, Eric Kane. Plenty more coming up this week. After dropping three straight games, Arkansas got back to its winning ways at BYU last week. And now the Razorbacks faced an Auburn team that season has been less than stellar. Auburn came into Saturday on a three-game losing streak, but had the upper hand on Arkansas historically. Locked on Razorbacks, John Neighbors recaps the Razorback win for us. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's John Neighbors of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, giving a little reaction to Arkansas's big victory on the road against the Auburn Tigers by a final score of 41 to 27. It was a little shaky there in the first half for both of these teams. Arkansas did manage to have a four-point lead heading into halftime, but in the second half, it was all Arkansas as they poured it on. Another incredible performance by Rocket Sanders. 16 carries, 171 yards. Also, K.J. Jefferson doing K.J. Jefferson things as he has 234 yards passing as well as a touchdown through the air and then two rushing touchdowns on top of 45 yards as well. Just an overall stellar performance by the Razorbacks who now in back-to-back -back road games have performed really well. Now, they got a big, tough four-game stretch coming up as they'll have three straight home games against Liberty, LSU, and Ole Miss, and then finish the season on the road to Missouri. But Razorback fans definitely got to be feeling good about where their team is at right now and some of the momentum that they had heading into the final stretch of the season. Be sure to tune in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast all week long, all season long, as we're going to give all of our reactions to this game as well as previewing the next game against Liberty. You won't want to miss it. Locked on Auburn host, Zach Blackerby, gives us Auburn's side of the game. I don't know why I keep doing this. I, I talked myself into Auburn finding a way to beat Arkansas, and then they did the same thing that they've done 
all season. I'm Zach Blackerby, host of Locked on Auburn. Auburn falls to the Arkansas Razorbacks 41 to 27. They did throw to the running backs 10 of the 24 receptions on the day going to Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter, which is nice. We've been asking for that all year. And look, Auburn's offense was decent. Their quarterback, Robbie Ashford, had over 350 uh, total yards when you combine rushing and passing. He had a touchdown. He didn't turn the ball over, which has been a huge issue. But just something about this team, they can't get it done. And so the question remains, and the question will be, I mean, it's going to be asked every week until it's done. Is this it for Brian Harson? We'll see. We'll break it down every single day. Locked on Auburn, available wherever you get your podcast. Your team, every day. Support us by supporting our sponsors. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party rarely disappoints, but with the number one team in the land doing number one things, this was bound to be a lot of Georgia. Stetson Bennett has been stellar and Georgia's defense is as scary as Halloween, but Florida head coach Billy Napier and the Gators still eyeing an upset in Jacksonville on Saturday. Locked on Bulldogs has the post-game reaction. World's largest cocktail party wrapped up. Georgia takes care of business, wins by 22. Not everybody's super happy. Stetson didn't look crisp. Couple costly turnovers, but we dominated. We got the W. And now it's Tennessee week. We'll have everything reaction-wise coming at you tonight as well as on Monday. Instant reaction from this game. Look ahead to Tennessee. Locked on Bulldogs. Your team every day. And Locked on Gators host Brandon Olson gives us the Gators side of the story. The Florida Gators have lost to the Georgia Bulldogs. That's a ton of fun. They played the whole game. I mean, they, they played. They fought hard. It was... 28-3 at halftime. They fought back to 28-20 and made it a game, and then it just got off the rails. Offensive play calling continues to be an issue. That's about the only consistent part about this team. Defense made a ton of adjustments. I get it. 42 points is a lot, but when you consider that yet again, the offense has gone ghost for extended periods of time this season, kind of hard to consistently stop anybody when you're on the field a lot. Uh, this is one of those instances where you see they had more talent. It's clear they're also they were better coached, if we're going to be honest about this game. But there's a lot to talk about this week on Locked on Gators. The Gamecocks have found themselves in the top 25 after impressive wins over Kentucky and Texas A&M. Now, Mizzou hasn't had the season it expected, but the Tigers have shown some promise, fighting in close ones against Auburn, Georgia, and Florida. South Carolina putting its four-game winning streak on the line after last week's upset. Here's Locked on Gamecocks' Andrew Lyon. The Missouri Tigers came into Columbia, South Carolina, punched the Gamecocks in the mouth, and the Gamecocks just could not find a way to respond over the course of the entirety of the ball game. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Lyon, the Locked on Gamecocks podcast. Checking in after what was probably one of the worst performances on the year for South Carolina, the Gamecocks fell to the Missouri Tigers 13-10. to Let's start with the offense. Obviously, there are a lot of questions that need to be asked right now about where this offense is. Now, I give credit to Missouri. Missouri did a great job of dialing up a lot of pressure. They had a lot of twists, a lot of stunts, a lot of blitzes. 
They got home Spencer Rattler a lot. This was a worry of mine in this game personally, and it showed itself in this football game. Offense can never really find a rhythm, and it doesn't help when your star running back, Marshawn Lloyd, goes down and out of the game with an injury. Defensively, Missouri just used a bunch of eye candy, a lot of horizontal passing game, and a power run game to really just impose their will and extend drives, which led to some scores for the Tigers. So Missouri now has won four straight in this series. The Gamecocks now have their losing streak ended by the Tigers as they fall to 5-3 and three on the year and 2-3 and three in conference play. We'll look to bounce back this next weekend against the Vanderbilt Commodores. I'm Andrew Lyon at the Locked On Gamecocks podcast signing off for now. I'll have a lot more on this game in the next couple of days. Support us by supporting our sponsors with Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. 24-7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. Ole Miss and College Station for an SEC West showdown. Ole Miss coming off a tough loss to LSU and looking for a win in the highly contested SEC West Conference where those guys sat third going into Saturday. Now the Aggies, on the other hand, only have one win in the West. Who would have thought, right? But there's nothing like the home field advantage of the 12th man. Locked on Ole Miss host Stephen Willis has the recap from Oxford. Quinson Judkins just ran all over Texas A&M. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis from the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. In a game that I kind of gave the keys away over the course of a week, Texas A&M's biggest weakness of stopping the run and Ole Miss's greatest strength running the football was in full view. Ole Miss took advantage of that, used the legs of the quarterback, and ended up getting a 31-28 win. Good win for Lane Kiffin, who is now the responsible for the best season since 1962. Um, that sets up a potentially massive game with the Alabama Crimson Tide on November 12th. Ole Miss has a bye week next week, but everything's building towards that game with Alabama, who has LSU the week before. Fantastic stuff. Anyway, for more information, check out the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Your team, every day. Locked On Aggies host Joey Ikes gives us his take from College Station. The Aggies showed signs of life, but it wasn't quite enough, and they come up short, losing 31-28 to against the Ole Miss Rebels. Hey, everybody, it's Joey Ikes with Locked On Aggies, and Connor Wigman is the story of the night for the Aggies. The true freshman in his starting debut throws for over 330 yards and four touchdowns in an offense surrounded by the same players in the same system as two veteran quarterbacks struggled to average over 220 yards passing on the season so far. An unbelievable night for Connor. Unfortunately for the Aggies, the defense that has been so good throughout the season wasn't able to hold up, gave up almost 400 yards on the ground in an embarrassing effort against the run. And they just fall short, 31 to 28. Another game where the Aggies have the ball at the end of the game with a chance to go score and they aren't able to execute. But lots of things to be excited about for this Aggie team moving forward. But at three and five, the 2022 season is officially lost. Fighting for bowl eligibility now just to get that extra few weeks of practice at the end of the season. Looking forward to the rest of the year. And that brings us to the end of another wild week in the SEC as we inch closer to the quest for conference titles. With every win and loss, the Locked On Network's local experts will be here to break it down for you each and every week. 
I'm Jordan Black, and we'll see you next time right here on Game to Game SEC.